Hi, this is special guest Bill. Welcome to episode 60 of the K-12 Tech Talk. On this episode, we will talk about my struggles with SCCM install, Python Chromebooks, E-Rate updates, and deer season in the middle of the woods. Have a listen. This is K-12 Tech Talk. K-12 Tech Talk. The podcast by K-12 Techs. For K-12 Techs. Real conversations. Real arguments. And real banter on trending K-12 technology topics and issues. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is K-12 Tech Talk. Episode 60, the big 6-0. And to celebrate episode 60, um, we have someone with us. We have a guest tonight. I'll introduce in a minute, but I think his age might be close to 60. Uh, and he brought with him tonight for the green room his very own homemade ho- homemade h o dash m a d e moonshine that I believe he made in his bathtub. Um, we have guest Bill with us tonight. We've me- we've mentioned Bill several times on the show. Um, he he's an avid listener, and he was more than happy to volunteer to try out in this co-host seat. That uh, old old Hobbit foot left empty. Um, but first, let's talk about somethingcool.com real quick. Give Jeremy over at somethingcool.com and email Jeremy at somethingcool.com. He can uh, help you out with Ring Central hosted phone systems. He can help you out with phishing services. He they do server installs. They they sell all sorts of stuff. Chris has been a client of Something Cool's for quite a while. Uh, Chris, what else do you want to say about somethingcool.com real quick? I'm out of breath. Oh, what'd you just do? My dog is barking over and over and over again. We need a better setup. Why is this podcast in my house? Well, 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 well. I thought this was in the uh, studio. Oh, it's, oh yeah. I mean, where I'm sitting is great. Bill Bill's got a great Bill's got a great seat in the somethingcool.com studio. Yeah, thanks for ruining that bit, Chris. Yeah, my bad. Somethingcool.com, uh, a proud sponsor of the K12 Tech Talk podcast. <laughs> Did you hear that? Bill even mentioned the grilled cheese. That's right. Delicious. The amount of butter Jeremy puts on those breads. <laughs> Three slices of cheese. Three. Ooh, that'll stop you up. Um. Bill, what kind of cheese? What what kind of ge- what kind of cheese guy are you? American cheese. Uh, I like American. I like Swiss. Ooh, Monterey. Is that how you say it? Monterey. Yeah, Monterey. Jack. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. like Monterey yeah. or Monterey Jack? Jack. Mm. Got to have the Jack. My son. My son loves Monterey Jack cheese. Provolone. Yeah, he might get upset about Jack, but I like yeah. Jack. Yeah, good old provolone. Provolone. Provolone's yeah. good. Yeah. I think Bill just likes all cheese. I do. I Sounds love like cheese. a cheese guy. What about Swiss? I get constipated. He, he said. Cheese, let me tell you. <laughs> he said Swiss. Oh. All right. Was I, was I here? Yeah, you were sitting right there next to me in the somethingcool.com studio. So uh, we have guest Bill with us. Bill is a uh, another tech director that that Chris and I know from here in Missouri. Um, Bill is, tell us a little bit about your district. You are kind of in the woods, right? You're not near a major population center. Um, no, we are flat dab in the middle of the Mark Twain National Forest. How big's the, the nearest town? 
I'm in the nearest town. Okay. It's about... <laughs> I am the nearest <laughs> town. I, I Honestly, I don't know. I'm going to say three to four hundred people. Thousand? Yeah. No, no, no. Three to four hundred people. Okay, so what's that translate to then for population enrollment for your school? Uh, our enrollment is about 620 K-12. Wow. Okay. So in your IT department, it's you and... The- yeah, it was me for 10 years, and then <laughs> we went one-to-one, so I was able to hire a technician. Oh, Actually, cool. he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He was a uh, high school student that worked for me uh, since he was a freshman, probably... How old is he now? 24? Anyway, he's been here four years. I don't have to babysit him anymore. Nice. I just nice. let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah, he's a quick learner. Good tech. So, so being, as you put it, smack in the middle of the Mark Twain National Forest, um, I assume that presented issues with COVID as far as remote learning. Did you guys, so how, what's internet access like for your students after they leave school? Do, how many of them have it? I mean, I, I would assume that more kids don't have it than have it. Is that a fair statement? That's correct. Uh, the The last survey, student survey we did was about two years ago, and 80% of our student population did not have reliable internet at home. Wow. Okay, so what did you call reliable internet? Did you count a, f- a cell phone with a data package as reliable internet, or did you... No. Okay. No, DSL. And out here, it's if you get three megs, you're good. Three meg connection. Wow. Yep. So what now, did you so, go ahead? Cell data out here is almost non-existent. I mean, you get a signal, but the data isn't there. Yeah, they may get a three G connection if three G is even around anymore. I, I thought that was going out. I soon. think yeah, I think that's going away. So you're able to have a, a cell phone conversation, voice wise, but you it, you couldn't surf Facebook or stream something. Not in most cases. Yeah. Interesting. This might. I thought Pate had a sad story, but this one's pretty sad so far. <laughs> this, yeah, it's it's pretty sad, challenging yeah. for sure. Bill hasn't Bill Bill hasn't told us he died twice yet. So, <laughs> no. Um, no. so in in the COVID shutdown, then over the last two years, you know that that spring that everybody closed down and we did remote learning. How, what did did could you guys make even make an effort? What did you send packets home? What did that look like? We did nothing. We could not do anything. Sure. And I take that back. Uh, we were shut down for the initial two weeks to flatten the curve. We were just shut down. Okay. Uh, as they kept extending it, uh, we started sending packets home. Did you? Okay. And then we'd run a bus down the routes to take home uh, breakfast and lunch to the kids. Okay. And they would deliver the packets that way. I mean, we probably got half of them back, I think. Really? Interesting. Yeah. So technology really, um, when you guys, when you, okay, so you said you went one-to-one a couple of years ago. Are kids taking those home or are they staying at school then since there's really no internet at home? Right. So 9 through 12 take them home. They've been one-to-one probably five years now. Okay. We just went one-to-one in quote, air quotation marks, K through five, but they don't take them home. 
Okay, smart man. So Chromebooks, right? Or yeah, your Chromebooks. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're all Chromebooks. Yeah, yeah, another yep. another smart man. Uh, real quick, before I forget, I meant to do this earlier and I forgot. Our email address is k12techtalk at gmail.com. Hit us on Twitter, k12techtalkpod. Shoot, give us a tweet, give us some feedback. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, if you like Bill, if you really like Bill, I know I know Bill's going to have at least one fan, and his name starts with the letter D. Um, give us some feedback on Bill. So, um, Chris, do you have any questions for Bill? I'm, I'm hogging the mic here, and I don't... No, I have no questions. You have no questions. Okay. You're not going to put me through the uh, torture that you put the uh, tech director from Boston from? I do actually have a couple questions. Uh oh. Is there a a quiz on are you from the Mark Twain National Forest? Well, let's talk about cheese. (laughs) All right. Mozzarella. Hey, that's a good one. I like it. (laughs) Comes from two kinds of animal. In theory, like if you milk them, what? Like <laughs> he's obviously googled this. Yeah, I. This is gonna go off the rails. So the obvious is cow, right? Buffalo, correct. Oh. Yeah, buffalo oh, mozzarella. Buffalo. Yeah, buffalo mozzarella oh. is a big deal in Italy. I didn't know that. I've been eating a lot. I've been eating a lot of authentic Italian pizza, and and buffalo mozzarella is where it's at. And listen, Josh, buffalo. that Who was not the buffaloes. That was not your question. A very brave man milks a buffalo. Okay, this one is for Bill. <laughs> Feta cheese. Same question. Sheep and ooh ooh ooh, Mr. Kyle. I'm gonna go goat again. Ah, uh, you got goat. Yeah. All right. Did back I say to... sheep? Did I yeah, say you, sheep? You said sheep. Yeah. You said sheep. Yeah. All right, Bill. So being a small school like that. And being a, a, a one-man show until recently, now you're a two-man show, um, you see all of the, or I would say that probably the majority of this of the same issues that our friend Mark in, in Boston sees. So earlier today, you and I are talking, and you kind of inspired me to take on this project as well. What have you been <laughs> working on over the last two days that has uh, pretty much consumed all of your time? Well, I had this bright idea about seven years ago to install SCCM, and I installed it. That's a, uh, I don't know how to describe SCCM other than... An octopus on steroids? Yeah, it's a beast. It's just not click point install. No, it's not. So anyway, I got that installed seven years ago. I don't even know how it ran. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point, the console was so slow to load, I just gave up on it. I used it to uh, update my workstations with security updates. Oh, yeah, Windows updates. I think I pushed a couple apps out of it. And, you know, when you're waiting 10 minutes for the console to load, right? You just it gets old. So anyway, a couple days ago, we've been out for the uh, weather we had. We're in the hills again. <laughs> so, you know, when... Normal people are out for two days. We're out for seven. Because <laughs> and, the and in the National Forest don't get the sunshine on them to melt the ice. Right. So we have literally nothing to do. We're just sitting here because we're 12-month employees and are expected to be here. Yep. So I got this broad idea to start installing a new SCCM server. 
which is now called Configuration Manager, right? Yes, yes, so the Endpoint Configuration Manager. Endpoint, yes. yeah, which I don't yes. quite understand that, but okay. Now, I'm pretty happy with it so far. Are you? Yes, tomorrow morning I'm going to, uh, let's see, what have I got done today? Well, no, hold on, the last two days. I've got client push set up. Got the group policy for the local admin. Got the boundary set up. Deployed the push client. Oh, and a note on that. So when I install the primary site, I host the server. Oh, did you really? Oh, Oh, I deleted it off of VMware. So when I brought the new one back up, I named it the same thing, gave it the same IP. So the old clients actually talked to the new SCCM server. Okay. Yeah, that helps. Anyway, you seem frustrated, never, Bill. I, I will never take this on again. <laughs> You'll be retired before you have to do this again, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because twenty twenty two server better run until I'm retired. So yesterday, at some point, you were you were complaining that it had taken taken the install three hours to do something. Was that just installing Configuration Manager? That was installing the upgrade from the current branch that I installed. Oh, holy cow. Okay. Yeah. So current yeah. branch now is what? Was it like 2004 or 20? I downloaded it today. I don't remember what the number is. So so I've, I've taken what Bill's doing, and I've, I thought, you know, my, my SCCM server is running on a, <clears throat> let's just say, an operating system that it shouldn't be running on right now. So I'm taking this inspiration to redo my SCCM configuration manager, whatever you want to call it, um, with current server build and current SQL so that it hopefully will... What's Bill, do you know the end date for 2022? It's, no, it was it's just gotta be last month. It's got to so be it, six years easy. It's got to be 16. <laughs> oh, you got 16? Okay, I only got nine. So uh, hopefully it'll get me nine years and I won't have to do this again if I can get it working. So I, I currently have SCCM up and running, and I'm I'm my school's uh, what over three times the size of Bill. So, um, you know, it, it we all experience these types of managerial or and this really isn't a managerial problem. This is a a tech management problem, I guess. Um, and I think we all see this. Chris, you use Kaseya for your management. Oh, they're not a sponsor of the podcast. I shouldn't have said that. I'll. Hold on, hold on, Chris. Has it taken you three days to get it half installed? No, it's good. No. Where but were you, you three but days you pay, ago? You pay for it, though. Well, oh, true. Well, yeah, it's part of a license oh. agreement. Yeah, yeah. I got like anyway. a Cadillac. You guys got like a Dodge Neon. I don't. I don't think it's the other <laughs> way around, Chris. It, it's a. It's like a, a Prius <laughs> with all sorts of options that we'll never ever what use. Was what was that in the? Oh, it's like a, a Corsica. A Chevy Corsica. Corsica. God, those haven't been made in a long time. <clears throat> so, Bill, uh, what's what do you guys call Do you say Microsoft Endpoint Configuration Manager? I'll probably still call it SCCM. Mechum? Yeah, that's what I call it. A CCM. I'd probably called that forever. What was it before that? SMS? I've, yeah. just, I've just known it as Systems SCCM. Management Server? Yeah. Yeah. I got the wiki pulled up. So anyway, I mean, that's in a rub, but the, my whole point of doing this was... Uh, hey, you're a guest, Bill. <laughs> Chill, bro. <laughs> it was a project I started seven years ago, and by God, I'm going to finish it. There you go. 
So your your goal is to have all of your imaging through this, all of your Windows updates through this. You can remote control through it for support. Um, I mean, it, it's a crazy powerful tool. It, it's but it it is a beast to get set up correctly, an absolute yeah, beast for sure. Um, you know, with all the security coming up, I figured I'd use this to uh, kind of manage and lock down the computers more. Sure, and it you know endpoint protection is in it a little bit. Do you guys know? I mean, this is Wikipedia talking, so I don't really know. But so it was called SMS. Okay, but then people started to get confused. SMS, aren't we talking about like you know, like SMS, like short message service, text messages? So then they rebranded oh. to SCCM. Wasn't SMS around before? Yeah, texting. Oh, and then it says here in 2020, they were like, Hey, SCCM, people get really confused, they compare us to the Society of critical care medicine oh yeah i've had that happen yeah so then they rebranded i mean this is what the article says dumb i get it when you guys were saying sccm earlier i was like why are they talking about medicine so doctors (laughs) i mean i've played one on tv um so bill is we'll we'll talk about aruba networks here real quick and one of the proud sponsors of the k-12 tech talk podcast um, Bill is a Aruba customer. He has gotten word that his 505s are in, and his oh, uh, yes. so he's one of the lucky ones in I think the like three people in the country that is that have gotten his access points. So he will uh, he'll be getting those installed hopefully soon, right, Bill? Yes, they are planning to schedule it for next month. I have sent an nice. email requesting sooner. <laughs> I've gotten gotten no reply. Yeah, because you so you're, assume we're still on the March schedule. Because your your current wireless infrastructure is pretty old, right, Bill? You don't need to name names, but just average life of those APs is what? Uh, seven years. Yeah. So, what's the name? What What's it rhyme with? Uh, I don't know that it does rhyme. You know, with anything. off the top of my head, I can't think of anything it rhymes with. Dulickety. Yes, that's excellent. Dulickety. <laughs> Okay. Am I right? I mean, I I would have never come up with that. No, I'd leave it. Am I right? Chris yeah. needs to be a game show host. Yeah, game show host. Like, he needs to take the job for Jeopardy. I think. Yeah, no, there you go. Too serious. Yeah. Um, Chris, E rate. I found last week when we talked. Um, my E rate. My uh, internet 471 had gone wave ready, and I was waiting on my switches to go wave ready. Uh, Friday morning when I went in, I looked, and my switches had gone wave ready. So both of my 471s are in wave ready status. So hopefully when they start issuing FCDLs, um, I will be some of the first. I'm in the middle of 470s. Um, Still unpacking um, quotes I've received. Our internet access is up. We have a switching project as well as a wireless project. Um, I looked at doing a managed router kind of thing, a MIB. Um, that's gotten weird, and we will not unpack that tonight. Yeah, uh, I, I need to get through picking things out, and then I have some stuff to unpack. Uh, but we've had some interesting stuff unfold with E-rate season this year. MIB stuff is still new to me, too. Yeah, me too. I mean, I know a lot of people yeah. are doing clear pass through it. Um 
But using your physical switches as a MIBS would, I don't know, that would that would kind of scare me. I've had interesting, I'll, I'll, I'll share one story. Like I asked for a call with a company that we already use for something because I just want to clarify things because we're, we're swapping out core switches and we have least fiber between the buildings. So I'm just wanting to unpack stuff. And as we're going forward to make sure we're still doing things as we should, and that we're forward thinking on things, I get on the call and they had engineers there. They had been looking at other 470s I had posted um, and they used it as a way to talk about the other stuff. Hmm. And it kind of threw me for a loop. And like, then we spun our wheels on that. Like, like years years prior 470s or this year? No, year's like current ones. Oh, okay. Like, like I'm talking to someone I would normally talk to about category one stuff. Okay. And I get on the phone and they want to talk to me about these 470s that are category two. Oh, wow. Because of MIB and because of this new stuff, you know, and like, I don't even know that I've, do you guys even sell that? Like I did, I was taken aback by the phone call that, that these guys are talking to me about stuff that I would never, ever talk to them about. Right. And then, you know, so we're unpacking access point needs and switch needs and whatever. And then fast forward, they realize because it's also new to them that they can't even go for it because I filed as a category two. And if I had oh. went into a category one thing, then they could have went <clears> for it. Interesting. So kind of, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty old in the E-rate game and there's just some new stuff um, that I'm just not completely familiar with it, nor do I know that I'm ever going to be familiar with it because I haven't figured out that I need to pursue a MIB way of doing things or to lease switches or the lease access points or to have those things be managed for me. It's We, we, we talked about it a little bit. It's interesting. Yeah. It, I don't know. The whole lease thing, I, I completely understand the use case or the rationale to lease equipment, but leasing like core stuff that if you were to cancel that lease or couldn't afford to pay for that lease year four, five, six down the road, you're up a Creek. Um, yeah. I don't know that, that kind of stuff scares me. Does me too. Seems sketchy. I mean, they're going to come pull their equipment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you're more or less guaranteed. And I understand that you're, you can take that CapEx cost and spread it out over a three year, four year, five year period. You're, paying roughly the same amount but okay what at the end of that four-year five-year period do you have a dollar option buyout do you have a fair market buy so you know are you paying twice for the product that you've been using five years and already paid for um yeah those those types of agreements are kind of strange and i don't know that i would like that for a core a core equipment stuff chris do you want to talk about our new sponsor real quick heck yeah i do so ponderance um, a new sponsor that we're going to be talking about uh, for probably about six episodes. Uh, a new proud sponsor of the K-12 Tech Talk podcast. Uh, I've been talking to them. I mean, this is kind of, I think we're a month or so uh, in the making of getting to know them a little bit better. They're going to be at the uh, Midwest Tech Talk Security Symposium in March. Uh, so if you're attending that, uh, you can get to know them a little bit more there as well. Uh, but just a little bit about them. So this is kind of an introductory thing uh, to them, but they are into cybersecurity. Um, so they know that that affects K-12 and we've had some conversations about that. 
they get into managed detection and response services, that kind of thing. They have a lot of experience in K-12. And again, new to me, uh, they have a market uh, well outside of Missouri, uh, but I think they're a little bit new to Missouri. So I'm going to post a link uh, to Pondurance to, to for, for, for listeners to check out. And they also had this video. It's just a quick YouTube video about improving your, your cybersecurity posture. I'm going to post that video in our podcast description too. Uh, but over the next couple of episodes, we'll get to know them a little bit better. I think uh, if it's not Joplin schools, I don't want to misspeak here, but in the Joplin area, uh, they use Pondurance. Uh, so not to say that they're not in Missouri, they are. Uh, but we're going to learn about, learn about their managed detection and response services. Very cool. And welcome aboard Pondurance. Yeah, go show them some love. Um, let Show them that the, the dollars they're spending with us, keeping us on the interweb is uh, well worth value. And uh, they, they get some bang for their buck here. Um, because, you know, advertising dollars spent with K-12 Tech Talk is uh, good advertising dollars. You're worth uh, it, Josh. I, you are too, Chris, and whoever studios our guest. Studios worth it. The studios. I mean, Bill's just flabbergasted with the studio here. This um, chair is awesome. <laughs> how would you like to spend all day in that chair, Bill? I mean, it, that, wouldn't that be just glorious on your your hindquarters? And uh, I'd almost move out. <laughs> so I we had a, a, an odd incident happen twice in two days that hope has us hoping that this is not a sign of things to come um we've had two kids puke on their chromebooks in the last on the in the last two days like we've gone it's happened before but it's a very rare occurrence i mean very rare occurrence but we've had it twice and two we got one in the office today in a trash bag and we thought it was one from the middle school, and then the one from the middle school shows up about an hour later. It's like, That's what the awesome. heck? We've had two of these? So I, I puked on Chromebook. Do you guys even attempt to clean those and send those back out into the wild? Or do, I mean, biohazard, okay, we're going we're gonna to decommission this asset. How do you guys handle oh, that? It gets decommissioned and thrown in the trash. <laughs> Yeah, I do similar. So I give off the vibe that we try to salvage it. Yeah. So yes, we yes, have the, exactly, exactly. We have the, you know, the the folks put it into that biohazard bag. I've had it before where they put it into a bag, into another bag, into a box. Yeah. And then I do because I'm, I mean, I'm the tech director. I tell the guys, guys, I'll go get it. And I travel to that building and I pick that thing up and I give this strong impression that we're going to see what we can do. <laughs> And then I just make sure I know what the asset tag number was on it. We retire that puppy and we throw yeah. it away. Yeah. You shake I, the box though. You know? Yeah, I shake it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just I, I smell I it. I think it's, I, cool. I, oh, yeah, it's okay yeah. to smell it once. I, I yeah, think we can once. salvage this. I think we can salvage it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. So I had another I had a, a weird smell. Yeah, that's weird. Um I got a dust. <laughs> yeah, the pink sawdust from grade school that they would put on, I don't know what that was called, like vomit up or something like that. Um, yeah. So I had a call from somebody this week that was making a Word document, and they were trying to insert a hyperlink that the hyperlink took you to a shared Google Drive. And it was a, the shared rights were correct. It was anybody with the link can view, and it was some marketing camp, marketing documents. Um, 
no matter what we did in the Word document, insert link and put the, the URL to the shared drive, when you clicked on it, you know, control click in the Word document, it would take you to a Google error page saying you didn't have the correct version of the application to view the website. And I, I beat my head against the wall for the better part of two hours sitting in this person's office trying to figure this out. I could do insert link to you to Yahoo, to YouTube, to Facebook, to mail.google.com. But if I tried to put in the link to the shared drive, and, and like I said, the link, the access permissions on the link were fine. They were right. Um, it erred every time. So I sent it to my, my workstation. It did it there. Um, I incognito window i could not get it to work and come to find out there's some funky registry key that you have to edit to to make clicking or inserting a link inserting a link to a google drive share to work in word it 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 was the most bizarre thing i've had and i had to tell the person i said you're gonna have to create the link and then paste it like in a footnote in the document and say, here's the link referenced above copy and paste. You, you can't click on it. Um, it was really weird. So I was, um, on TikTok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that place is a rabbit hole, man. Come on. But, but hear me out. They opened Excel. Okay. They went to data. Data. And then clicked from web. Yeah. And instead of copy pasting like charts and crap from like a website. Can you say crap on here? You can just copy paste the link. And it looks at the web page and tries to put it into columns and rows correctly. Puts what in the column and columns? Whatever and rows? data you were looking at, like find a Wikipedia article, like types of cheese. <laughs> just You just copy the URL. You click in Excel data from web paste the link and it pumps that data in that's weird to pull the text from the website yes that's a useless tidbit that's two things i've learned tonight what was the what was the other thing bill the goat oh the goat cheese (laughs) yeah you didn't know i heard i heard that when it's deer season you guys don't have school (laughs) man so let me tell you what happens in the National Forest <laughs> in rural Missouri. Since deer season and Thanksgiving are so close together, we take two weeks off. Wow. So we have from opening the opening week off for deer season and the following week's Thanksgiving. So we have that week off also. I mean. And people- to be honest. People hunt here. I mean, they do. Oh, yeah. The past time. So yeah, absolutely. Our attendance is very low, so they stopped fighting it. That's what I was going to say. Ago. That's got to be a legit thing. Like, attendance yeah. is going to be so bad, we might as well call it. Interesting. Yes. So what's that mark? 90% attendance, do you think? I know yeah, I know I, they, they start worrying at certain levels. I know we've shut down in past, I mean, before COVID, but. For like the flu, if we hit ninety percent, we right. close school for a couple of days. Right. <clears throat> so, Bill, being down in the in the national forest in the woods, um, we have a sponsor on this show, Provision Data Solutions. Do you think they'd come down to the down to the national forest and and give you some support? Oh, I know they would. 
because they've been here. Oh, they look are, at that. Yes, they're awesome. So there you go. Ryan at Provision Data Solutions and his team, Derek and Jeffrey and Andrew. Those guys will go all the way down into the Missouri Nas- or Mark Twain National Forest for a client. How about that, Chris? In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. They even mentioned, they even mentioned that. Really? So, oh, yeah. Come lunchtime, they were like, hey, is there any place to eat around here? Yeah. <laughs> you got to go like, yeah, kill it yourself. Yeah, you, you got to go deer hunting. <laughs> I got <laughs> some go meat in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, got to go 25 miles west to get some food. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Chris, what's, how do you get a hold of Provision Data Solutions? I don't know. In the mic, I got a, my computer had a, a script error when I tried to do that. TikTok, TikTok. Oh, jeez. There you else. go. Yeah, great. I don't worry. I, I. Ryan, what's Ryan's email address? Ryan's... I can't look it up. Oh man. Um, I do want to say this. Those guys are awesome. They know their stuff. I will uh, be using them again. Ryan rate cycle. Ryan R at provisionds.com. If they'll go to the Mark Twain National Forest for Bill. They will go almost anywhere for you, listener. So give give Ryan an email, RyanR at provisionds.com. Um, Bill, you know, I think we could use this opportunity. This has been good to have you on here as a guest. It was good seeing you face-to-face. It's been quite a while since I've seen you. Um, we had Pate on last week. That was a pretty wild story, 100% true yeah. story. I'm still kind of hurt about him not letting me uh, snuggle up with him. To, to make sure security conference. Yeah. And that's yeah. for his own, his own good. It's to make sure he's alive. I, I don't know. I'm not, I, it, yeah, I'd, I'd have my feelings hurt too, Bill. I'll get um, a key card to his door. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just go down to the hotel lobby to say, Hey, we, this guy might be, might be dead. We don't, we don't know. I need a key card to his room and I need to snuggle him. <laughs> I'll just go down there and tell him I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, you got to Yeah. You might, yeah, you could imitate. Left my that. ID in the room, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you'd have to go in your skivvies because doesn't he get locked out of his room in his skivvies quite often? No, I think, that's me. Uh, <laughs> me. <laughs> um, Bill, we, I know you've been waiting for your Starlink equipment, and, and I have it on good authority that um, someone high up in that company probably listens to this show. So, uh, Old Elon, do you have do you have any any words for Elon in your in your Starlink order, Bill? I do. Keep the rockets going to space. <laughs> Keep the just move the orders up about twenty miles north. <laughs> my superintendent got his Starlink. My tech got his Starlink yesterday. Oh man, where's, where's Bill? It, and they, they ordered after you. They ordered after you. Six months after me. Oh, I'd be mad. I've been I, on the waiting I, list for a year. Bill, here's some word on on uh, not necessarily Starlink, but they have stacked the big rocket. Starship has been stacked on the launch on the launch pad. Oh, uh, so get ready! News? I am a uh, I don't know if it's breaking. I, th- from I think childhood. It, I think it happened. Watching today. his rockets go to space are just mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, they're cool. It's cool. Well, Bill, we appreciate you being on. Um, listeners, if you want to give us some feedback on Bill or our sponsors or a topic, um, K12 Tech Talk, Tech Talk at gmail.com. See what happens when I try and talk too quick. Uh, K12 Tech Talk Pod on Twitter. 
Um, give us some feedback. Tweet us. If you want a shirt, we still have the F12 is not hacking shirts. Look, Bill's flashing us. Bill's he's got wearing that. It. He's got that shirt on right now, nipple to nipple. Bill, I appreciate you it's pointing. Perfect. Look. Yeah, Look, it's, it's point- perfect. <laughs> I appreciate you. Wait, wait, wait. Do that again, Bill. I'm going to take a snapshot of the screen. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, right there. Hang on. All right, we got it. Um, we appreciate your time tonight, Bill. Uh, it was it was good having you on and, and hearing about how small districts face the same thing that bigger districts face. And uh, actually, I think you guys face more problems. And, and that's, you know, that whole internet equity thing that that we have that right problem. hey you were gonna cut bill loose but bill what do you think like when's that ever gonna be fixed for your area do you how, do you, how is do you bill gonna know that? that i'll tell you when it's gonna be fixed so when they say they're gonna bring rural broadband yeah to the rural areas and they actually do it yeah right that's when it'll get fixed is that gonna be the electric company doing that it's gonna, gonna be gonna elon it's gonna be elon. i don't care who does it I mean, it's going to be electric company. I mean, I I had read for a while about electric companies. You know, anywhere that there's electricity, they're going to make that work. Yeah, I've heard that too. I mean, that'd be a good way to get it out here. I know. I'd say ninety percent of people have electric out here. Right. I don't mean that in a bad way. But. Um, down at Lake of the Ozarks, Como Connect in the middle of Missouri. Um, it's an electric cooperative out of Columbia. Um, they have gotten into the internet game, and they're they're running fiber pretty much wherever they have electric. So it, that's a great example of the electric companies getting into that game because they already have that infrastructure. The easements, I guess, is a big part of it. Right. Um, but honestly, I think you're going to have a disruptor come into the market like Starlink, right, and be able to do it easier than an electric company is going to be able to do it. Yeah. Now, and I'll quick, be honest. What is it? I think it's ninety nine dollars a month for service for home right. service. I mean, it's a little high, but I guess where I'm going with this, I'm good with it. Well, you know what I'm saying, what's what's your free and reduced lunch rate, Bill? Oh, it's probably close to ninety percent. Yeah. So the question is, if they don't subsidize right. that internet access. It could be the Starlink could be there, or you know, what are, name a name a connection through an, uh, an electric company could be there. But if it's not subsidized somehow, can your families afford it? Yeah, that's true. That's I, yeah, that's a good point. I think that would be a, a the bigger question. Who did the hot air balloon thing? Was that Facebook? Uh, Facebook did hot air balloons over like, somebody. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Somebody did. Well, Bill, any any parting thoughts for tonight? I'm thinking. <laughs> Keep the pod going. Yeah, we will. We, we will. As, what we do, or we would be here. As long and, as uh, uh, as long as our shout vendors. Out to D. Oh, there you go. There's D. <laughs> there Lo- love for D. Um, Does D listen? I don't. Yeah, th- I don't better. think so. He will this one just because Bill's on here. Um, if if there are, if our advertisers keep paying the bills. We'll be here, right, Chris? Heck yeah! <laughs> if um, not, I'll if not, I'll. You disappear. know, D D did ask if I got a cut for every time you mentioned listener Bill on here. I'm still waiting on that check. Oh, we'll we'll send it. <laughs> we'll we'll send it. Don't worry. I'm kidding. Uh, so that this has been episode 60 of the K12 Tech Talk podcast. Email us at k12techtalk at gmail Find us on Twitter at k12 Tech Talk Pod. Chris, anything final? Nope. All right. 
Midwest for- Tech Talk Security Symposium. The MidwestTechTalk.com. You said it's in no. a month. One All month right. away. All right. Those are always good uh, conferences. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. They are. All right. Just we'll saying. see. We'll see y'all next week. Episode sixty-one next week. We don't know who we're having on as a guest. We'll. Uh, it might be you. You never know. Thanks for listening. <laughs>